It's the Holy Hour, the bi-weekly all-cure podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Gavin, and I hope you're doing well out there. We have a wonderful episode coming up for you guys this evening. We are finally doing it. We're diving into the Curepedia by Simon Price. It's a new A to Z encyclopedia of the cure that came out last December. I'm sure you've been seeing pictures of it all over the internet, and no doubt if you're listening to a Cure podcast, you probably have your copy sitting right next to you right now. So we didn't want to let too much time pass before giving our initial thoughts on this wonderful book. It's packed full of Cure history, tidbits, fun facts, the whole works. Simon Price was clearly up for the job, as you can tell that he's a genuine Cure fan, and we all know an established music journalist. It definitely knows his shit, having written for the Melody Maker for nine years during the 90s, which was definitely my era of reading Melody Maker and NME and such. Uh, he landed this gig after the roaring success of his first book, Everything, a book about the manic street preachers, and no doubt dug in super deep for this book, giving it all the love and dedication to the project that it requires. So yeah, after you read this thing, you probably won't even need little old me babbling about all these topics anymore. You can just flip to that section in the book and be good to go. But uh, I'm not gonna say goodbye just yet because there's always more Cure Talk to be had. And why not start right now with this book? This episode, I'm joined by two super rad Cure fans, listeners and Patreon members of this show, Tanya and Francisco. Both have contributed to the Holy Hour in the past and were absolute joys to talk to. We kind of dove headfirst into this Curapedia right off the bat here, hence this little pre-recorded intro that I wanted to set it up with. But um, yeah, it's, it's hard not to get overly excited when the new Cure book comes out. So what do you say? Grab your copy and uh, when you hear the chime, turn the page. Let's begin. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, Francisco. Thank you. Hey, hey, and welcome, Tanya. How's it going? Yeah, it's going well. All right. Tanya, you have the, a PhD, uh, right? Is that? I have an EDD. ED, okay, because you yeah. did your, uh, the reason I bring this up is because um, you did a, uh, your 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 story, your, and I was like, yeah, oh yeah, my, yeah. like you and I have a very similar, like, you know, it, this happened and there was a huge oh, break cool. where I didn't listen to The Cure for a long time and then came back to it. And so I was like, oh, yeah. Connect. And then you had to listen to Wild Mood Swings and Blood Flowers and Self-Title <laughs> and 413. Yeah. 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 Hey. <laughs> yeah. So I feel a kinship yeah. good, yeah. there. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool that it just worked out. We got you both on here. And uh, yeah, I guess for our listeners out there, a frame of reference there, we had uh, Francisca's origin tale. I was scrolling through all my episodes trying to figure out where the hell it was back there. But I, I think we put a couple origin tales for you together in one episode. Trilogy. It was just called. So yeah. yeah. So And then, uh, yeah, we had so the trilogy talk there. And and, San Diego uh, show. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've been on quite a few times yeah. in various forms <laughs> there. And uh, and Tanya, we just had on recently um, as the uh, little intermission of the South American shows there where we had your origin tale. So, so yeah. hopefully everyone make the connections there and uh, recognize <laughs> the voices and all that good stuff. But, uh, but we're here to talk books tonight. We uh, have been putting this off forever. We, <laughs> we uh, tried not to jump right into the Curapedia book right out of the gates because you can't just talk about a book you haven't read yet, right? Yeah. So we all had to dive in at least partially at this point. Uh, I think everybody out there hopefully... Got the book right away and um, has read a good chunk of it or uh, slowly savoring every little letter of the book. But uh, you pre-ordered like way back, like June, right? Yeah. We did too, the library pre-order. I did too. And we got it right before Christmas. So yeah, Yeah, it hasn't been that long. It's a 400 yeah, yeah, plus, it's, 440. Yeah, right. so. yeah nor, normally I would feel bad in uh, the fact that I haven't finished it, but uh, I made a good chunk in here. It's I think, a lot. It's yeah, not just which, a little paperback. It's a lot. Which is uh, I'm, I'm as it should page. be. You can't 
can't hand over some uh, half-assed thin encyclopedia of cure to cure fans without them getting all riled up. So, uh, and, and there is so. no picture, so it's all text. You no. know, all four hundred pages, four hundred and thirty-six pages. Yeah, yeah. Which I I no saw picture. some people going, oh, I was expecting more pictures and glossy paper <laughs> in some of the reviews. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, this is. I, to me, yeah. it's perfect. The paper okay. quality is amazing. It's actually, I, I, I Googled a little bit just to kind of give you, no the people were trashing the publication as being cheap. And it's not cheap paper, by oh, the really? way. This is uh, nah. uncoated nah. stock paper, and which okay. makes the red that's being highlighted actually look really pretty. And yeah. Uh, yeah. it's actually nice to the touch, and it's easy on the eyes when you're reading it. Better than glossy paper. Okay. So this is like our mm -hmm. the, the material they use for art books. So it's yeah, yeah. I saw that too. A few people were kind of complaining about the the print being too small or something. I'm like, well, what do you you know? It's uh, I think we're just all getting Time old as Cure fans. <laughs> yeah, we're all, <laughs> yeah, we're all just you know, like, if I can read for it. Old Cure fans, yeah. they're like, it's too small. You got to get by. Can't see anything anymore. No, it's a gorgeous <laughs> book. It's aesthetically yeah. pleasing for sure. Because that is where I wanted to start. Start was how cool it was to pre-order this and how beautiful the actual book looks. And cut wind of it first, and I just kind of had it saved before the pre-order uh -huh. even started. And then, uh, yeah, when it came time to order, even I was kind of, I think it just happened to be a time when I had a few extra bucks. So I was like, yeah. I'm just going to buy this now because I know I'm going to end up <laughs> getting this. You know it's you're going to want it. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, I'm pre-ordering kind of now. I, like, I don't know what this is, but it's a cure book. So let me pre-order. Yeah. yeah. At the yeah. library, they charge us more because we're institution. Oh. But, but it was supposed yeah. to come yeah. with like, um, like not that. stickers, but something extra because we ordered like the deluxe edition. Okay. So it was that. Oh uh, yeah. The deluxe yeah. one was definitely a lot more. Yeah. So yeah, I guess, um, just on the top, it wasn't different formats and different versions you can get. Um, there's mm -hmm. the ultimate fancy one. I guess that might be the deluxe one yeah. then when the Andy Vela so. artwork, it looked super rad and I'd already pre-ordered mine by that point when I saw that, I was like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> but at the same time too, I think I saw somewhere that you could only get that in the UK, I thought even, but maybe yeah. you could order I that. I saw that too. The one in the um, UK is a red cover. So what's okay. instead of the black is red. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. a different publisher because it every country okay. has different rights, and yeah. But what I found kind of cool was that they actually have it as a Kindle, as an an audio book, so actually MP3 okay. CDs, and then yeah. they have it as a Audible, which is the downloadable audio. And Simon yeah, Pierce sweet. reads it, and other people. Oh. That's what I was going to ask. Okay, does, yeah. So he audible. does read it. I love it when the author does their own reading. Cool. Like Lol, he he reads his own. Oh, he audible. does. Yeah, yeah, and it makes it so much better yeah. when the actual author reads it because he knows what which were you know like where he wants all the inflections and everything. Yeah. And, you know, he's got the emotion behind it and the humor behind it. Yeah, it's it's so much yeah. better when the author reads their own book. So Simon Price does read the audible version. There's five narrators in that for the book. So in one, oh. he the sample is Simon Price. So you can go to the website without oh. paying and just listen to what it sounds like. Uh -huh. And he's on the sample. Okay. Cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a good option for a lot of people too. So yeah. it's good that it's out there for that. And um, so yeah, which one do you guys have as we uh, hold ours up? Mine's black with have, like a silver silhouette. Yeah. Is that the I've same got one? The black yeah. with silver. Yeah, yeah black okay. silver. There, and mm -hmm. I justified not having the fancy Andy Villa one because I knew I would be like referencing this thing every time I do an episode and spilling coffee on it and spilling beer on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the end papers are Andy Villa in, in our section. I mean, in our version, the end oh, papers. And the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Inside, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's Andy Villa. Cover, yeah. Of course, you can yeah, recognize that yeah. pretty easily. The wish. Yeah, that looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, so I mean, it's beautifully designed and uh, yeah. very cool. Um, like you're saying, it feels really nice. It's not like, you know, spine is it cracking no. when I'm like sitting in the car pickup line trying to read it and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm dragging yeah. this book everywhere with me. So I've been walking around like it's a 
Like it's the my Bible, you know. <laughs> it is going to be considered the Bible, I'm sure. Yeah, so, so it's pretty cool, um, you know. And I guess just on the top of that, you know, um, it it it's a lot to to take on, you know, a cure book like this, um, in the sense that it's not written like a story, like a biography. And that was some of the comments yeah, on, on Amazon were like. I was expecting pictures and I was expecting a story, but it's literally a disease. No. So sometimes yeah. you're like, you know, you're talking about something that just happened, like at the concerts, you know, and then it, mm -hmm. it goes back to like 1979. And uh, what I like mm -hmm. to do is I actually like to Google some of this stuff because I like at one point they yeah. talk about Robert's uh, house, like where he lives, the town, not the house, where yeah, he, yeah. Like the address or anything, but. So I'm like looking up yeah. this town and it's like a beach town and it's like, and then I'm yeah. looking up Crawley. Yeah, about Norwegian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to see Crawley too. And like, and, and the high school, cause he named, he mentions everything and even like, oh, well that's where Bowie did that. You know? So then I look at that Bowie album and I'm like, oh yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. No, it's taking me even longer. That, I'm not yeah, reading definitely. it straight through. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Kinda... Yeah. When I was reading it, I had to kept I I did the same thing. I kept having to stop and look up stuff and stop mm. and look up this. And that's another thing um, about um, the way the book looks is the red words throughout yeah. the text. I thought that that was going to bother me at first, but I actually liked it because if um, for those who don't have it yet, for every for everything that has an entry or a section in the book. And whenever he talks about it anywhere else, it's in red. Mm -hmm. So I kind of liked that because it showed me like, you know, if I'd be reading, you know, whatever I was reading and I'd be like, oh, uh, you know, I'm trying to find an example real quick. The first one I found was pissing. So you're probably going to want to edit that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. But like you're reading through and it's like, oh, there's a section on this. Yeah. Let me go read about that and then come back to this. So that right. was good. No, yeah, good. very cool. And because, you know, crossovers with a lot of stuff, and it's just going to happen that way where, you know, if you're talking about, you know, pictures of you, then in disintegration, the album's going to come up, you know, and it's just things that reference back and forth. And I think that's what it is. It's like you got to, you know, I guess people didn't realize that maybe that we're complaining, but it's a reference book, really. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not sitting and down to read. I mean, that sets it apart because there's a lot of books about the cure. I've for sure, counting the new one that I just learned about that I'll tell you all about. It came out, also came out in November, The Cure, So Turn It Up, B-Sides and Album Tracks oh, by okay. Jared Morris. Huh. It's 700 pages. It's free on Kindle Unlimited. And it's okay. awesome. It's really good. Does it have good. a blue cover? Like it's like blue. I don't know. I, I downloaded it oh, on Kindle it. Unlimited. Okay. And listened yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, read it there. I still have it, you know, because when you once you get something on Kindle, you have it, you know, yeah, forever. Okay. But it basically tells the story of the cure through the beast through talking about the B sides, and it covers every single B side okay. in this book. So that's what's unique about that book. But what's is unique it only about B sides, or is it is it? Yeah, it's, it's just B sides. Yeah, just B sides. Okay, oh, that's cool because that actually would be a good like companion to this because this well, yeah, doesn't do a lot of besides and stuff. By, yeah a, by the hype of this one like yeah. i didn't even know it came out and i'm a book fanatic yeah. and the only reason i know this is because i just i just made a post on reddit because people have been popping up lately asking about books about the cure books about the cure and yeah. you know, everybody's like this one that one i finally just wrote a whole big long thing about that mentioned every single book because i have them all <laughs> So That's I know cool. for sure that I've read 16 yeah. and now with the, the, so turn it up. Now I've read 17, including okay. Curepedia and I have a few more on my wish list. <laughs> but that's how I found out about it is I did this big post and then someone wrote about it in the comment and I was like, what? A book that I didn't know about? <laughs> this cannot awesome. be, you know? Yeah. And then I looked it up and I was like, sure enough, there it is. And I got it for free on Kindle. Wow. So it was awesome. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Add that to the list too, but um, but yeah, I mean, this thing with with it being more of a reference book is cool because I was initially, you know, a little worried with that even because I know that Simon Price is like this really well respected music journalist is what everyone you know saying, and when I, it started to come to be more of a real thing, I was even looking him up more mm -hmm. and, and reading this stuff. Mm -hmm. He wrote for you know worked for Melody Maker in the um, '90s for like nine years, I think it was, and. Uh, 
you know, and, and that's all awesome and rad. And, but I was a little worried it was going to get a little overly music journalist in a sense, you know, a little too flowery with like music, like album reviews can be and stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, he does great. Yeah. I think with keeping it very mm-hmm. kind of unbiased almost even, and just very giving you the bare bones and the facts with it and compiling all the other stuff that we have had out there yeah. and really, and then putting a, a personal touch on it too. So it's, it's, it's very cool, but it usually comes like at the end of an entry, you know, like there was a yeah, lot of good ones like that. that. 100%. So, was, but I was worried because I was, beautifully written. Uh, yeah. 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 So I, I think if, and that's a huge part of it. If you're going to dive into some kind of semi-reference, this many pages kind of thing, you can't have it be like a real, you know, just painful trudging through this book. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, rest assured, anybody that doesn't have it out there, that it does, once you get in the groove of his writing, I felt like it read super smoothly and was it's fun to read and you know yeah it was beautifully written and he has a really great sense of humor yeah yeah you know, the way he peppered in like jokes that only cure fans would get yeah, yeah. yeah. that's well kind of what i was getting at where yeah where it's cool but like by the end then he'll throw something in that's kind of snarky or funny yeah, or like a little yeah. even a dig or was, something at the care which is great because then it gets that mm-hmm. personal touch but yeah there's a yeah, section that was, for that was one of my favorite parts h for hair and they talk about robert's uh-huh. hair over through the decades but he starts that section off talking about like the ozone layer and how because uh, you know we weren't supposed to use the hairsprays anymore, right? And and then <laughs> yeah. uh, and he just makes it funny, and he makes it like yeah, that was good. Like, uh-huh. cool. was like oh my god, this guy really has like, and it had nothing to do. I mean, it, it had to do with the, at the end. It, you find out that actually the person who had the biggest hair was actually Simon. Uh, the baby. Yeah, yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. That was true for a little. And the first one, he it. was the first that, one too yeah. to have the hair. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> that was another thing that I liked about it too. That I was going to talk about is that, like, in, before in the beginning of the "Boys Don't Cry" section, he talked about the song, you know, how the song was written before there was toxic masculinity, which is yeah. a catchphrase that we're all familiar with now. But this was, you know, forty years ago when before anybody ever talked about toxic masculinity yeah for sure you're right he did that with a lot of the entries he'd start off talking about something that's not related to the entry but then he'd bring it together yeah yeah so yeah, yeah he did that yeah, very, really well too yeah, very he cool. made it relevant made everything relevant yeah. it's also very british so i had to look mm-hmm. up some things like I, I didn't know some of the references <laughs> which is fun I, i'm like all about yeah, it because yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't so much that i'm looking up so constantly that i'm not you know, that it's pre- preventing me from understanding. No, it, it flows. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a yeah. cool saying or something. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? Well, he <laughs> like, he okay. used a couple of words that I had never heard before. And I mean, uh, I yeah. think I'm pretty well read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was like, Ugh, what is Ugh? you know, like I know how to pronounce it. Not anymore. I was like, what is that? I'd have to look it up, you know? So yeah, that's Did cool. you and guys? Any, anytime any writer challenges me, it's a good thing too. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you guys jot down any of the other ones that we're like we're talking about with the kind of funny remarks at the end? I had a few that you know I didn't really want to go through each like kind of cool entry and stuff because that's up for people to to read. But any that you would want to share? Them down, but I can remember one of them was sort of a dig at Lol, where (laughs) he said, um, "You know, the Cure haven't carried any passengers, have never carried any passengers," and then he goes. Well, at least not since the late late eighties or something like that. I think that was in the Jason Cooper section because he was talking about yeah. how long Jason had been with the band and that he holds his own. And he's like, because the cure doesn't carry passengers. Well, at least not since the late eighties. That right. was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're very but, well placed. Um, there was a couple. I had one uh, when he was talking about cars, which was a weird but cool entry of like just different cars that Robert has owned over <laughs> yeah. the years oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I had to definitely wipe those up. I didn't know any yeah. of them. So I was like, <laughs> what yeah. is that? Because I'd heard the stories like that he had referenced to of how like how many of them will be like crashed and ran off the cliff and whatever the hell. And it was said, uh, I, I wrote the quote down here. It's like, Smith's current motor of choice is not a matter of public record, though. And if you do see him on the roads, however, you're advised to heed incidents above and allow him plenty of space. Yeah. <laughs> <Meaning>. yeah. <laughs> now, the Lada Niva. I'm like, what is a Lada Niva? 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so lots of good ones. And for the song Lost, he said that song has more bum notes in it than a proctologist's <laughs> filing cabinet. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That definitely made the book a lot easier to read because it is a long, thick, yeah. you know, heavily researched yeah. reference book. Yeah. So adding all that in made it readable. Yeah. Because if it was super dry, like just, you know, Wikipedia entries over and over yeah. again, you'd just be After, like, oh. Yeah. But, yeah. And mm-hmm. I guess on the reference note, while we're kind of in this territory, um, first off, it's fucking goldmine for what I'm doing with the podcast. I wish this thing was out, you yeah. know, yeah. five years ago. Because, sure. I mean, each little entry is basically what, you know, gets the ball rolling on an idea for an episode or something. I'm like, shit, I haven't done right. a Cars one yet. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, Cars. But, um, yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many references. That's the other thing is, like, it, you could go in so many directions with it. Yeah. It's so fun, yeah. And I guess the idea of, you know, and I think people were complaining, I'd seen on a couple of things of like, well, it's nothing new. He didn't, you know, like come up with these new theories or so, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, well, one is not entirely true, but it's mostly, I think, a praise in the sense that he does a great job of pulling, like I was saying, from the things we did have, especially like creditable source stuff and the good books, you know, and like, because right. I know from just doing these sort of, you know, half ass research topics each you know a couple weeks or whatever that you know you go to the same ones a lot you know the 10 imaginary years book is gold because that was official and then you know even but it's old yeah i mean it runs out real fast there's if you're not talking about something yeah that's one of the things i talked about in in my entry on reddit is that it's the only officially authorized biography out there but it is now 30 years old you know at the time it, it, they were only 10 years old and it was great. It was their whole history, but we're 30 years on down right. the road now. So yeah. the book is just very dated. It's a classic. You have to have it in your collection, but it's so, yeah, so dated super now. dated. And it's yeah. like them at their peak, like goofiness being yes. kids and shit. So there's tons of shit that that's like contradicted, like all over yeah. the place. There's stories so, that may or may not be true. Like all their interviews. Back yeah, up. yeah. There's tons yeah. of things in there that I'm just like, that sounds like bullshit, yeah. but this is their yeah. most <laughs> official thing. So I guess we can, <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I, re- I know, I, I think that's something that we have to remember with this book too. It's not, it's not officially authorized by the cure. Yeah. Um, but it, you have to respect how much work went into pulling all the shit that's out there about yeah. the cure into one book. That's one of the great things about the book is is just recognizing how how what a, what a task that must have been, and also uh, now having it all in one place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The only makes... thing, the only problem with that is that some of the info out there is not correct. And yeah. unfortunately, some of those things made it into this book. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, one big thing that I know we talked about a little, you and I, you might, you probably know what I'm going to get at, uh, but Simon's first wife was not Pearl's sister. Yeah. That was surprising that that, that one slipped Carol the was not again. Pearl's sister. And he, <laughs> and he put that in the book, in the Simon Gallup section. And what's funny is I saw that before the book even came out because somebody oh, yeah. had screenshotted it and put it on Instagram. <laughs> and I saw, and that's another thing I was going to say earlier, um, before the book even came out, people were putting screenshots up online and on Twitter and Instagram. And I was reading everything yeah, you know, yeah. before the book even came out. But I saw that in the Simon Gallup section and I was like, no, no, because <laughs> that's like one of the biggest things that I'm like, keeps oh. going. Yeah. And that- yeah, that thing because that's and I know been that printed. A lot, of, in... a lot of fans thought that and believed that for mm-hmm. a long time, and I did too. I heard it. I thought it was yeah. a great story, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I thought it was true for years. But um, Eden on uh, Twitter back in 2018, he posted a picture of him and his mom, and in the comments, they got into a conversation. And Eden said, "By the way, my mom 
was ne- isn't and was never Pearl's sister. Let it be known. Right. And I was like, oh wow. Well, from the horse's mouth, you know, like yeah. it must be true. And then I know, I know your story about finding out how it was true. Yeah, he <laughs> wrote me. Too. And that we did that episode on, you know, the the offspring the of children. the care and yeah, yeah, the children of the care and. uh yeah, he was super cool about it too. But he sent me just a, a message after it came out, which I was like, "You heard it? <laughs> what?" <Yeah. laughs> but um, so that alone was like blowing my mind. But then he was like, "Yeah, that you know." And he said that you know it's been printed in books everywhere. Everyone just keeps this thing going forever. And he was like, "But for the record, you know, not Pearl's sister." <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah. "Oh, cool, yeah," because it, it it did seem like a little too much, you know, with like. Robert's sister and yeah. you know I was just like how the yeah. hell <laughs> are they all connected like yeah. this and, uh, but um so yeah, yeah so that, that's one one thing that's in the book that's definitely not true so yeah so yeah definitely a few little things like we were saying um Simon Price the author has even been really vocal and cool about that saying yeah you know in interviews that I have seen with him about this or he's like you know there's definitely going to be some things the Cure fans are going to call me out on <laughs> or just you know well, bring to awareness a couple of and lyrics you know. wrong too like um when he was talking about a few hours after this uh-huh. he said into the busy night it's the fizzy night fizzy, yeah not the busy a, night okay. and then and he printed some lyrics from the kiss and he said he wrote get your fucking face out of my head and it's get your fucking voice out of my head so yeah. there are a couple little things like that. The only <laughs> really big one to me was the the Simon Simon's first wife. Yeah, and, and even that's oh, understandable because it has been printed in so many other things that yeah, if he read those is the reference, then it you know it's an understandable. You know, I made like you said, we all made the same mistake, but it just sucks because this was such a definitive thing that it could have been like exactly <laughs> kill, yeah. kill the rumor. Like kill people the, are going to consider this the Bible of the cure. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. The editor, you know, where's the fucking editor? That. Where's the uh, yeah? <laughs> you failed them. <laughs> and there's another thing. There's another thing though. One last thing that bothers uh, me is. He says the last line of disintegration is, I'll never lose this pain. What do you guys think the last line of the song Untitled is? Oh. I'll never lose this pain. Never dream, never dream of you, of you again. again. <laughs> now, wouldn't yeah. she say that the last line of disintegration is never dream of, never you, dream again? of you again? Yeah. But he says it's never, I'll never lose this pain. Huh. So mm. in the disintegration section, he's like, it starts off with, I think it's dark and it feels like rain and ends with I'll never lose this pain. Uh, and I see yeah. the point he's trying to make about the album. Disintegration. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see the point he's trying to make, but to me, that's incorrect. That's not the yeah. last line. <laughs> the last line is never dream of you again. Uh, yeah. So, but that's the end of my nitpickiness. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's still, uh, I could see how he bad. was picking certain lyrics to kind of make the point. Cause you know, the, the entries yeah, are. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I see the point he was trying to make, but I still think it's. I still think it's incorrect. She said the almost be... last line. Yeah, the, the yeah. almost last, <laughs> the penultimate yeah. line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, not too bad. Yeah. I mean, considering how many four hundred some pages. Uh, exactly. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, yeah. there's way more true, way more accurate than non-accurate. Yeah. But it's. I'm a research nerd, so there's little. The inaccuracies yeah. are gonna. Yeah. stick out to me and bug the shit out of me yeah. <laughs> you know i'd like uh, to know yeah. how the process was yeah to get it all the way yeah. it is that's a huge credit to him too of just the sources like we we're saying of what he did dig <clears throat> into and you can tell he really went into all those old interviews and stuff in particular which would be real hard because you're like one deciphering robert maybe he can understand him a little better <laughs> but it's it's just these kind of like you know digging through all those must have taken forever and uh yeah i mean you know, i think it took him a few years to write yeah but i remember um listening to an interview with him just recently a few weeks ago i guess on youtube where he talked about um it wasn't he he didn't even he wasn't even thinking about writing a book on the cure his publisher came to him and asked him to write the, yeah. a book about the cure. And then that's what got it on his radar. Wow. Um, cool. So, yeah. So he, but he's, but he's a really big fan. You can tell in his writing, yeah, even though, yeah. you know, it wasn't his idea. It was kind of put to him by the publisher. 
when he once he took that on, he really took it on. Took it on, yeah. Such a such an amazing job with it. It's um, it's pretty incredible. And worth noting too, uh, to to praise on both sides of it's almost the most referenced one I feel like I've come across so far is how much he uses curenews.net. Yeah. And that's awesome because that is probably next to the 10 imaginary board. Yeah, that's like Mm -hmm. right from them. You know, which is good and bad if it's coming right from the cure in the sense of <laughs> whatever the hell he's exactly. talking about on half of it. Oh my gosh. It's like when Robert it, in interviews. He could never yeah, tell the truth. Exactly. So I mean he does say the meaning of every cure song, but you know, it's one of those yeah. deals. But but he does a great job of pulling from those because um, Cure News is amazing and awesome in the sense that they preserved it pretty much the way they came out and such, but it can be a bit tough to dig back into the cure news files and stuff. I've even just for episodes wanted to go, you know, dig into a topic, but it's kind of, they're more archived in the sense of how they, the newsletters came out. Not so much if I want to talk about catch, you know, or something, you know, I can't just exactly like, punch in on a search right, or anything as far as, uh, yeah, so it's yeah, a and tough. that's one thing about this book; it doesn't have an index either. Yeah, that so was gonna be one of like, my slight complaints. Was uh, <laughs> yeah, but, you know. there's no index for being a reference book. There's no friggin' index. Yeah, you have so. to like thumb through and know exactly what and hope what you're looking <laughs> for is in there under its own name. Because like yeah. I, I, um, I'm really into Mary. Any kind of info I can get on Mary, I, I'm, I'm yeah. just so intrigued by her, you know, and so. When I got the book, I immediately started looking like going straight for things that I knew I wanted to read about. So I go, okay. I go, I went to the peas to look up pool, Mary. Mm-hmm. It's not there. So I go, I was <laughs> like, okay, well, maybe he put her under Mary Pool Smith. So I go to the S's to look up Smith. Mary is not there. I was like, did he not write about Mary in this book? <laughs> but he puts her under the in in the M's under just under Mary. That's it. Just okay. Mary. Huh. We all know who Mary, and he's right. That's all you yeah, need, Mary. Okay. We know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> so, but yeah, there's no index, yeah. so that it's going to make it hard to look things up. You got to like thumb through the book. Yeah, what's you know, or or like where you look up one word and it tells you every page that is in. You know, so right. mm-hmm. or even just the just the list of the things he used. That's in what red. I wanted. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine yeah, can. the work? <laughs> And then the sources. So, so like if he like, you know, put like little the little numbers, the little footnotes. Yeah, the footnotes like yeah, correlate yeah. with like, an article. Oh my gosh. That that would take like yeah. A, yeah. yeah. Surprised he didn't have to do that though. I wonder if, if in a sense. I am yeah, too, so but I've read so many books. I mean, like I said, I've read like six seventeen now books about the cure, and some are, you know, totally trashy, unauthorized biographies. And some yeah. of them are really, really good with footnotes and research. Like the FAQ is good because it's got yeah, the footnotes. Yes. It's very well done and um, never enough, you know. And yeah. and Jeff After actually had, you know, interviews with most of the guys in the band and a lot of people related to them. So all his stuff yeah. was, you know, firsthand. But still, it's it's great to have it all in one place, you know. Right. I think that's a problem with a lot of the ones – Usually the ones where they try to just write it more like a biography, those tend to be the the kind of you know lamer ones yeah. I get, and, yeah, and was, they're, they're just leaning. To read. It was refreshing to read about the cure in a different way. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, it was like that. It was very similar to that FAQ one that I liked a lot that came out mm-hmm. recently. So it's kind of and and he was a big fan of the cure, and you could hear it in his writing, yeah. and you could hear it in your interview with him too. Yeah. You could it tell, was. even though it wasn't his idea to write this book. You could tell he was a fan, mm-hmm. yeah. the way he wrote so lovingly about that. Yeah. You know? so it is cool when you can kind of just zone in on the, you know, obviously that's kind of what I kind of do in the podcast too, where it is fun just to like have that one little section because there's there's so much Cure stuff always going on that if you, you just narrow it down to the one song or just collaborations or something, you know, they're like, okay, now I'm focused. Let's, let's dig in. You yeah. Know? So, that, that was yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, and I guess on the slight, you know, it bothered me more on the first like two pages, and then I got over it real fast. But uh, just kind of seeing 
that it was going to be singles only. There weren't like B sides, didn't have their own yeah. entries and, and deep cuts even, you know, which yeah. is the, the classic cure complaint. Like we're saying it needs more, you know, only a, it's like watching a cure show where it's three hours long and everyone's still going to bitch that they didn't hear exactly. their favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but part of me was kind of like, uh, you know, once I dug in, I saw that like when you're talking about the album, then he's going to cover the deep cuts and stuff a bit more. And, you know, even B-sides would come up in passing kind of, but they don't necessarily have their own entry, you know. So, yeah, so. I like that. I like that for every album, he he said a little bit about every song. Yeah. I did yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, it, it, it balances out. Speaking of those albums, he has a section for the 14th album. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. Right? 14th album. Oh. And I like yeah. that section too, because it had, <laughs> It had every rumor because, of course, it's all rumors right now, and that yeah. that much is true. But he had every rumor like in order, yes. it was like a cohesive timeline of the rumors right, from the time yeah. we first started getting wind of it till today. You know, till up until just recently, up until last year. You know what has been said, everything that's been said, and it was all yeah. in one place. So that was pretty cool. That was just great. Yeah, because yeah. I'm even yeah. lost track of when the hell exactly. like, they said this and that, and people are like, "Wait, how long have we been?" <laughs> I'm like, oh, right. "I don't know. Yeah. It's all yeah. blurred now." Yeah, every time yeah. anything was said about it in public, he's got that all in there. Yeah, so. yeah, it's good. Same thing with the concerts. You know, like glastonbury and then like he just talks about that uh -huh. and so you notice like oh mm -hmm. the cure was headliner more than anybody else i didn't know that yeah yeah i had never yeah, thought yeah, about yeah. it in those terms you know yeah and i love uh like you're saying with the timeline of things too a huge plus with this is that we go all the way to now it was very good about even though we pre-ordered it <laughs> he must have been like adding little things almost even yeah, up like until the last second or something because yeah, because it's that's kind of the big missing, you know, even when we started the podcast, which I guess is like seven years ago or something now, there was like nothing hardly on anything after, you know, I guess most of the books went up to about the self-titled album, even finding stuff mm -hmm. on 413 and stuff where it was yeah. always a bit tough. Uh, especially just kind of the nerdy little facts there or whatever, you know, and that was kind of the era too where I was like you know, definitely still diehard, but I wasn't following every little comment on Chain of Flowers or anything, you know, that stuff I went yeah. back and looked at more after starting the podcast up, but, you know, I just had a lot of other shit going on at that point, so I yeah. wasn't really <laughs> printing off everything that he ever said in an interview and stuff, but, uh, so, I mean, it's cool to have that all documented and going into the new stuff and actually having thoughts and timelines for compilations and stuff like that, you know? So, well, also, cool. I know, I know, Gavin, you don't like to toot your own horn, but this book also has like 21st century things like podcasts, like, and yeah. in there, you are <laughs> there, you know? We're in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I, that was the first thing yeah. I did. The prime, yeah. prime yeah. among them is the holy hour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was super sweet. So, yeah, yeah, yeah nice. that was you know, cool. super. He talked Super about grateful. a lot of fan stuff. Yeah. He talked yeah. about Arusha's thing. Yeah. yeah. Your fan doc. Super he talked cool. about, of course, Craig and Chain of Flowers. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he got a lot and of fan, cool fan yeah. stuff in there. Yeah, that was cool. it's, it was very cool. It definitely just covered it all and, and plenty of cool stuff to dig up. If people weren't you know familiar with those, they'll hopefully look it up, you know, and... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that was cool because yeah, I caught wind. I think when it, the first kind of pressings and stuff were coming on out, I think he'd somebody had said oh, I forget how it came up, but he was like, "You guys are mentioned or something on a Facebook page." Oh. It said, yeah, I, so was I knew we were ask in you, it. Did you but, know before you got the book, or did you I, find out when you got it? It was vague. Yeah. It said we were mentioned, and I was like, "Sweet!" Got all excited for a minute, and then I was all like, "But he's not saying what, you know?" I was like, "That'd be a little weird to draw it to our attention if he was like, these guys are a bunch of dumbasses.'" <laughs> but you know, we sometimes can come off the wrong way if you grab the wrong episode, so it would be totally understandable too. But, but um, but yeah, so I was a little hesitant flipping to the page as soon as I got the book. What a cringing a little, yeah. but uh, it it was. Very sweet. And uh, yeah, kidding. yeah, thank him enough for that. That's great. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. Blows my mind. So, happy, yeah. <laughs> that, that's how I knew it was complete. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, a lot of just cool things like that. And I'm, you know, looking forward to digging into them. Like yeah. I said, there's tons of 
little things that are already sparking episode ideas, you know, so I'm going to be citing this guy for the rest of my life here in this. Yeah. <laughs> I have to put yeah. my own little footnotes of th- courtesy nice. of, uh, courtesy of Curipedia. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's great for those kind of things. Cause like I said, the entries feel like little episode synopsis almost, yeah. you know, or something where I'm just like, Oh yeah, bunny Lake. I got to do an episode on bunny I was Lake. Just getting now. ready to say <laughs> that. I was just getting ready to say the bunny Lake section was really yeah. good too. I got like a whole like this... cold case file right now that I'm writing. I've yeah. been looking up other shit. I found I was like finding all kinds <laughs> of weird crap on Reddit and people. <laughs> so yep. that, that, that one's going to be a fun one. So that's definitely coming up soon. So <laughs> But yeah, that, yeah, that was weird because I was always kind of on my radar, but I didn't even really bother to look into it much. And just that's a whole. So, yeah, I don't want to spoil it's anything. Whole thing. But to, yeah. yeah, it's a whole, whole weird thing that I don't even yep. know. It's it's kind of more fun when I don't even have a final answer to it. I don't, <laughs> there's no uh, cases not still open for sure. So. Yeah. yeah. 14 explicit moment. Uh, that one was also blowing my mind. And. And all the all the stuff that happened behind the scenes, like you know, with drummers and and drunk fights and, oh, and it was yeah, like, yeah, oh, man, yeah. it was not easy <laughs> being in the cure. I mean, and then homophobic yeah. people that came up and would or like yeah. he talks about it in uh, in the. The, the entry for goth and how they always denied it that they were goth and it, it was more oh, like yeah. raincoat oh, yeah. rock which I've never heard about um and then <laughs> raincoat rock yeah, yeah. raincoat huh. rock aka goth aka goth yeah. right. and how it, you know just all these little things those little tidbits it was just so I like yeah that. I like the way it was written really it like sparked my imagination and like was thinking back of the, the you know back in the time and the covers and this and the looks and I was like, oh, this is so, there's so much to it, you know. Andy Anderson yeah. or Andy, uh-huh. yeah, and and the whole yeah, thing yeah. there and the racist things that happen in yeah, France and the I... violence in Mexico. Well, was it Mexico? No, <laughs> Argentina. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like he says in the beginning of the book: writing a book about the cure means writing a book about everything. Yeah. That's so yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And it's super cool in the sense that like, like we're saying, compiling all these different little stories that, you know, a lot of times even I read it at one point, but you just kind of forget it or, you, you know, and then you reread it and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that was a thing. And yeah. that's super cool. And then, you know, we all as gear feds, even if you know the story, it it's fun to read it yeah. again. You know, I've read a lot of these billions of times in every book. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's in there, but like you get a slightly different twist on it. You get the kind of picture it a little different in each time, you know, and it's, it's just something that never gets old when you obsess over the band, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so it's, a, it's a kind of cool, you know, it's like the, I do the same thing with other like podcasts. When you listen to something, you already know the history of joy division. I think I've listened to 5,000 <laughs> joy division uh-huh getting their life story things, you know, but it's like, yeah, oh, it's just cool to hear the story There's again. Always, and, there always might be one little thing that you didn't know. Yeah. yeah you know, some extra little <laughs> so perspective on it. Thing. And, you know, yeah. which I hope our podcast does too, you know, the sense of, you know, if it just gets you thinking about it a little bit oh, more definitely. and you're like, Oh yeah, that's cool. And then you put the album on and you, you hear it in a different way. It might be cool yeah. after the 5,000th time. <laughs> yeah. I, I certainly <laughs> did that with uh, the albums that uh, they would talk about a certain album and I put it on for a little yeah. bit or just played yeah. in the background yeah. while I was reading the chapter and just made it just that more immersive. Yeah. I, it gets you pumped yeah. up for it. Or, or another thing we do uh, as like book nerds is that we'll read the book and then it's kind of mm-hmm. like the movie. We'll listen to the book in audio and then, yes. and because it is like the person <laughs> who wrote it or somebody with an accent, yeah. a British accent, it comes out differently. And, and yeah, yeah and you're like, I didn't get that part, the first read through. But that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cool. even though I have it and I've read it, I'm now going to get the Audible because Simon reads it. And you do. Yeah. It, just, it takes on a life of its own. Like, Lol's books, the first cured I got on Audible first. And then once I got it on Audible, I was like, oh, I need the copy of this. So then I got the copy on Kindle because I like getting books on Kindle because you can highlight and bookmark and reference and, you know. Yeah. Type in a search if you just want to search for one thing. How many times do they talk about Lydia Lunch? You know, like yeah. so you put in Lydia Lunch and you can read every single thing about her that, you know, like stuff like that. Ah. So, it, it, yeah, you have to have them on all formats. If it's a really, really, really good book, 
You have to have the hard copy, the Audible, and the Kindle. <laughs> that, that's your answer for yeah. this book. Nerds. You could just get it as a Kindle and then do all the all the, you know, like the keyword ser searches, so you can see where it's yeah. Have your index true. in there. Yeah. That yeah. is true. Yeah, that's I a didn't cool even think feature. of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have your own. You can print. You can do screenshots, and then you can just print them out, and it could be part of the glossary and slash. <laughs> <laughs> then reprint every page out and then <laughs> staple it together <laughs> yeah that's why i was fearing going back to the idea of getting the fancy version and then having the i'm like i'm probably gonna end up like destroying this so much carrying it around everywhere and spilling things i should probably just get like the nice version for my shelf and then have the the reference yeah, one that i'm out in the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my field guide or something yeah. you know where it's <laughs> like the working a copy, but one that's just pristine. Yeah, uh -huh. the display. And you can get it signed by the band, you know, in one of those concerts. Totally. Oh. <laughs> Might be cool. As we start to head into final verdict, I I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. Um, would you guys to to everybody out there that is a Cure fan? Oh yeah, it's a must have for a yeah. Cure fan. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I would definitely recommend it. I'd have to give it four out of five stars just because of the little inaccuracies with some of the lyrics and the Simon's wife thing, but <laughs> those things aside, yes, you, this is yeah. a must have for any cure fan. You got to get this book. For sure. Yeah. I think the only, the only uh, heads up would be if somebody is on the fence about buying it or not is just to, to know it isn't a, a biography, yeah. you know, like that you're not yeah, going to just, you know, no, it's not, it's not which, a biography. It's, it's not officially authorized by the band, but it is an excellent reference book. For yeah. any fan of the cure. And have a, a, a well-written, like we said, version of that where it's not just rehashing it either. There was a few of those other ones in recent years where he's pretty much just plagiarizing Lowell's book, you know, and taking shit yeah. out of it. You know, I was just like, come on, man, at least rewrite yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this, Simon this definitely... Simon Price is an excellent writer. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, so, yeah, definitely, uh, I guess, thumbs ups all the way around and recommend it yes. out there. I think people should should pick it up. Um, like we said, that's great to confirm that it has a audio version and everything to it because I think that's a mm -hmm. lot of yeah. people's... Well, you know, they think and if you're on the budget, you could buy a used copy of the book. Here, I got the prizes. So you could... All right. You could, <laughs> so right now, as, Already? as of February of 2024... You could buy mm -hmm. a used copy for brand new $31 in the U.S. Okay. And then is 20, 20, 25 quid in, the, in, in England, 25 pounds. But the used ones, you can get $27 for a used one in the U.S. in mint condition. And nice. then I hope so. It's only four months old. <laughs> yeah. And, and the book on the Audible one is unabridged, so it's complete. And okay, so that yeah. was also. Yeah. Let me see. I, I'm, I'm scrolling up here. You could buy twenty-five dollar, uh, twenty-five pounds a uh, used one, which is not. You could might as well buy it new. The Kindle's nine ninety-nine, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, lots of good options out there. And uh, yeah, I feel like it's widely available everywhere, you know, I'm assuming by that point, if it's so. on like Amazon and shit, it's probably on internet. It was hard every... waiting that extra month because it came out in the UK first. And I was like, yeah, oh. and, and I guess, yeah, so it did have waiting. delays. What was it initially supposed to come out in November, I think. And then uh, I felt like it got yeah. pushed back a couple of times where it was supposed to be um, only just because I was like, all right, I got, I got that penciled in for an episode we'll definitely have mm -hmm. to talk about that <laughs> yeah. i was like oh no it's gonna be right in the middle of the tour when it comes yeah. out <laughs> but uh so, yeah very very tough wait but uh well worth the wait too i think so that's it's pretty cool yes. and and uh like i said i'm gonna just be flipping back you know constantly um i have bounced around in the ones already that you know, like Japanese whispers when we did the, yeah. you know, talk on mm -hmm. that. I, I definitely had the, it's like, well, this is easy. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, sure. used to be like, <laughs> pull every damn book off the shelf. And go, you know, it's like, oh, this is great. So, um, yeah, very cool. And, and, you know, sections will get revisited constantly. So I like that idea where it's not just something where, 
you know, even Lowell's book, I liked it a lot, you know, it was cool, but then I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really want to reread it. I, I do want to get the audible version now. Cause I haven't listened to his, him yeah. reading it would be a cool way to revisit it without actually both, just sitting down and rereading cured, it. Cured and yeah. Yeah. I haven't read the goth one. Yeah. Have you read that one? I, we have it. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, I like yeah. that one too. It was very good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out too. That'd be a good one for the audible. Yeah, there's a bit. So. Oh gosh, you really do need to read that, Gabby. Yeah. There's a huge, there's a section on the cure where he talks about things that are not, that weren't, haven't been out there up until okay. now. That's what cool. was, that's what got me like little things about, you know, recording a certain song or like, you know, how the song All Cats Are Gray came together. He, he actually has a picture in the book of the song was originally called Caves, it looks like, and mm-hmm. a lyri- handwritten lyrics before it, you know, morphed into All Cats Are Gray. Yeah. Stuff like, that. like very cool. good section on The Cure with stuff that's like, you know, if you're a Cure fan, like we've awesome. said, you know, there's you read the same thing over and over. The same stuff is out there. Yeah. Um, this was Oh, there was a lot of new things that I was like, oh my gosh, this is gold. Cool. Yeah. For some yeah. reason, I thought maybe he was going to back off a of cure stuff on it and wouldn't get his no, cure heavy in it. So I was going, yeah, on the cure no. cool. yeah, there's a whole yeah. chapter on the cure that is amazing. Awesome. Well, amazing yeah, stuff I'll, in there. Yeah. And th- this book can like out. draw you in for like five minutes or it can draw you off for hours. It just depends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, a, I've not read a book like this, to be honest. I usually read, cool. I read a lot of books every year and this one's very unique and maybe it's because of my, yeah. the way I feel about the band, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. It's hard to yeah. say how many other bands I would care about. I will admit, you know, so I can hear people turning off the podcast right now, but I, I, I did enjoy the <laughs> Mazapedia a few years back. Um, so that one was really well done too. Um, Written by another Simon. I forget what his last name was, oh, but a yeah, different Simon. Right. Like, but, um, but that one was cool because, uh, yeah, it was the same kind of deal where you could kind of just bop around where whatever got your interest. It was songs and, you know, with like Morrissey and Smith, a lot of its movie references and stuff. So that yeah. was kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. So just a lot of reference stuff. But that one was really well done, too. But, yeah, I can't really imagine too many bands where I'd really want to. Read every fucking letter. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't think there is another band but, um, where I, I yeah. So I mean, it's definitely a certain level fan, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, if the casual Cure fan would, I don't know. I guess it would still. You know, I feel like uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know about the casual fans. I think this is yeah. really for hardcore fans. I mean, you have yeah. to have a a certain level of interest in the band to read this book, you know, yeah. cause it's not just a quick it's, little yeah. paperback, you know, it's, yeah. it's pretty in depth. Yeah. Well, I guess as a, a kid too, I remember a fun thing. I went through years of, you know, like most music fans probably where you would kind of be into some band and then get like their biography, even if it was just a straight up written biography, and then you kind of really delved into their back catalog as you were reading it, you know, and that got you yeah. more into it, more hardcore. So something yeah, like this yeah. for the casual Cure fan that was like somebody that just really wants to, you know, nerd out, you yeah, know. that's and, true. I can see if someone had just a little bit of interest, how this book would like take them further into it. Yeah, really It'd open the It'd sort of doors. be the guideposts for what, for more that they would want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Like what matters and funny little uh-huh. references and stuff. And then all of a sudden they're an expert by the end of the yeah. book. So <laughs> people are going to be calling me out on everything now. <laughs> it's like, actually page 310 says that I'll be like, Oh shit, you got me. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that stuff's tough, you know, and even going back to the slight criticisms and inaccuracies and stuff, you know, I just know from the podcast, too. Luckily, people have been pretty nice. I haven't had too many where people call me out on shit, but Cure fans definitely will will get you if you uh, <laughs> put your foot in their mouth yeah. and say the wrong thing or the wrong band or something that's referenced, you know, that it's like... So it's dangerous. I was definitely very hesitant when we started this. Even I was like, okay, here it comes. You know, <laughs> here comes the, the floodgates. But um, you hopped around a little bit, you said, Tanya, or did you? I did. Yeah. When I, yeah. I started, you know, obviously at the beginning with a forest. And yeah. as I was getting a couple pages into it, there'd be a red word 
and I'd be like, oh, this has its own entry. Let me go read that. And I'd okay. read that and then I'd yeah. come back to where I was. So, yeah. Cool. No, well, actually, when I, fir- yeah, when I first, first got it, I was looking for specific things to read. And yeah. then once I got into the reading, the red words would make me jump around, too. So, yeah, I didn't read it cover okay. to cover. I definitely jumped around. That's cool. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm reading it cover to cover. Straight to it. Yeah, that's yeah. been on I'm deal. not uh, jumping around at all. Except for like looking up things and yeah, like getting more context, but I'm sticking yeah, to it. Me too. But I might, I might jump around later on, kind of like you did with Mary, you know, like yeah, yeah. I've only bounced up for like podcast reference stuff already, with like Japanese whispers. I jumped oh, up yeah, <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that, and did like Love Cats yeah. and stuff like that ahead. But um, but yeah, it's more out of fear. I just don't want to miss something if I started just. Just like, oh, I'm interested in this right now. Then I'm like, it's like a antique mall when you're walking around. And you, if you don't yeah. go <laughs> yeah. exactly. in, in yeah, order, no, I'm gonna, I, I'm I jumped around it. first. I, I was here, there, and everywhere. And then I settled down and read it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to any listeners out there to let us know your approach of how you're tackling this, this monster. If you're just going head first yeah. in, or if you want to hop around and, uh, Highlight, make notes to yourself, leave breadcrumb trails if you didn't quite cover all of H. <laughs> but, yeah. Because uh, there are a few you get to it, you know, like like the cars one or something. I was like, mm, I don't know if I really want yeah. <laughs> like, but at the same time, like, I better just read it now before I uh, lose it somewhere. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, like the whole, but, like, you just get so much like backstory like the flexi pop i never knew that was from a magazine yeah. like i just thought it was yeah. a, a type of lp yeah. that was out there i know it's a magazine yeah and then yeah you get i like knew that little... i knew that story i knew that the flexi pop version with steve severin came out first yeah, yeah. and then they write the song together first, really. and they're kind of like drunk <laughs> and it's just and then they yeah they make it a little bit better knew... later on but yeah yeah, I knew what Flexipop was, but remember me messaging you, Gavin? What yeah, is this yeah. Robert's Diary and Liberation? I, yeah, I can't yeah. find it anywhere. Do you know what this is? <laughs> right. That's something I did not know about. Yeah, me neither. He kept mentioning it in all kinds of different entries, referencing Robert's Diary and Liberation. Robert's Diary and Liberation. I was like, what the fuck is this? It drove me crazy. And yeah. I even messaged you. I was like, do you know what this is? Yeah, but yeah I looked it up too. and figured out it was a French magazine or or newspaper it was some kind of french periodical and he did it in another magazine too he did it in like i don't know melody maker or one of the other ones he did like a week in the life of robert smith and he did an entry for each day and then i figured out oh that's kind of what he did for this other magazine and i've read that one but i i can't find the other one or anytime i try to google anything about it whatever comes up is in french and i can't fucking read it ah, so. oh man <laughs> that's funny so, yeah it did put me on to that and i'm still hunting for that i'd love to read that and a lot of that stuff probably came up in other references like where they pulled it out but we didn't know it was coming from the magazine tour diary yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so it's but at the same time, yeah, that's rad. I wish uh, there'd be a, a way we could compile all that in English, preferably. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but sure. uh, that would be cool. Because, yeah, that kind of stuff's crazy to know that I was out there. I was like, what? Uh, you were just like, he has a diary somewhere? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like, Where can I get this diary? Seems like it would have come up by now if he was just like, today, I'm lonely. <laughs> day one of the tour. I was like, what? I miss Mary. <laughs> yeah. I miss M. I miss like, I want to read this. So yeah, yeah. Lot, lots of cool little things like that. Yeah, and like I was saying, just like with the entries of things you've read a million times, they'll just be like one little nugget. I've had that already uh-huh. with a few of them where it's just like, okay, cool. I didn't really piece that together, even though it makes sense. You know, sometimes even just mm-hmm. saying it in a different way, it kind of hit a little, you know, like with the Michael Dempsey yeah. one, even I was like, yeah, the only Cure song to have vocals that isn't robert smith you know is like yeah. you know like foxy lady and then he was saying he actually is buried in there on backup vocals for killing an arab somewhere oh, yeah. you know or just like oh wow okay yeah i mean it makes sense but uh it just never really stopped to to process it i guess you know like all yeah, those kind of things did. or i'm he like yeah I guess something that. out he pointed something out i I, w- I won't be able to find it in time but uh-huh. um you know how Robert calls um, pornography disintegration and Blood Flowers the trilogy? 
Yeah. Um, he's the one that, you know, basically made that up because for us, it was really 17 seconds paid to pornography. But then right. when Flowers was coming out when he was starting to promote it, that he was calling that, you know, the trilogy. Right. And there's clear references from pornography to disintegration. Like on pornography, he says, I will never be clean again. Yeah. And then in Love Song on Disintegration, he says, you make me feel like I'm clean okay. again. Yeah. So, like you can find links, but I've never found a link between disintegration and blood flowers. And Simon, he points one out in the book. As long ago as 1998, Robert had sung lyrics from the first verse of the still unrecorded Watching Me Fall over Untitled at the Bizarre Festival, uh, thus yeah, directly yeah. tying disintegration to blood flowers together in a live mashup. Yeah, true. So, yeah. stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, was cool. It was like, oh, shit, I never knew that. I didn't think yeah. of that, you know? Well, it's funny because I said that, but I didn't really make the connection either because that Bizarre one's the one where Robert's fucking hammered. He's, like, yeah. super well, trash. Yeah, 98. And all those yeah. 98 you can pull up any <laughs> nine any cure show in 98 and robert is fucked up yeah <laughs> every that one in particular one just like riffing and he's like i've been watching me fall and i was like wow that's watching me fall he hasn't even written that yeah. yet <laughs> and i knew that a lot of their songs you know he were songs that he wrote years ago and then they don't yeah. show up on albums until years later i knew that um, about some of them, but that made the connection between disintegration and blood flowers. So then I was like, okay, now it does make sense. Pornography yeah. to disintegration to blood flowers. There yeah. is some correlation. It's like those so, little connections are great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like this. Another I one that I had probably processed at some point, but it just kind of blurred over over the years where he wrote out uh, what he's mumbling at the beginning of Caterpillar. He's like, he says the, like the days, of the, days week. of the week. It's like, right? yeah, and it's all like, yeah. but kind of fucked up and in the wrong order and stuff. Yeah, and he yeah. makes one of those kind of funny little jokes, like we were talking out at, at the beginning, where he says he'll get that down a lot better a few years on when he does Friday I'm in Love, you know. So, oh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, it's, it's something like where he's going like Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, or something, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah it seems super clear. What's he? You know, I just got to got used to it just being mumbles and not really actual words and i was like oh yeah it's totally it and played it played it for my son he's like what <laughs> but you think they'll keep putting like revised versions out if oh. new stuff happens don't they do that i for... hope so that would be kind of cool second edition third edition yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. could be yeah, yeah. Other than I having to buy so. it 15 times, I think that'd be pretty rad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That'll be my excuse to get, get the that. New... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those two pages on uh, on the new album, there'll be like a whole new... Uh... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I guess I'll let you guys go there, and uh, I hope everybody got a, a thorough review, and uh, we're saying go for it. So yeah. if anybody was on the... On the fence, get off it and, and go buy this book. I think you'll you'll love it. I'd love to hear other people's opinions. But well, in the is, future, when people write like YouTube comments, of, uh -huh. you know, like talking about something you got, they need to cite this book and the page to back up their claim. Yeah, yeah, like, ah, it's gonna be a thing. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, secure circles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So everybody has to do their homework too yeah. if they're gonna. <laughs> You're gonna talk shit. You need to know where it was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Myself included. So, so. Cool. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for joining me and talking about this. This has been awesome. And thank uh, you, oh, Gavin. It was thank fun. Thank you, Gavin. Yeah. And uh, great. I to love to have... talk books with anybody, and talking cure books is the best. Cool. Yeah, maybe I'll have to track down that other new one you found, the B-Sides yes. book, and maybe we'll have you back for that one, too, if you're up for it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Anytime. And just in general, yeah, and great to see you, Francisco. Glad Same you're doing here. well out there. Yeah. And, uh, we'll catch you guys soon, and everybody out there, go pick up a book, let us know what you think, and uh, talk hard. Talk hard. Awesome. Again, thank you Francisco and Tanya for joining me, Simon Price for writing a brilliant cure book, Simon Price for including us in his brilliant cure book, and always you guys for listening. And while we're busy thanking everybody, let's go ahead and shout out the Patreon crew. 
Donna, Craig, Jeff Hilton, Jeff Cortland Jones, Sue, Ben, John, Alan, Allison, Dion, Namicio, Matt, Danny, Coulter, Matt Ford, Tom Johnson, Tom Burns, Letty, John Roberts, Francisco, Jason, Craig Bellinger, Amber, Nicholas, Arno, Chad, and Tanya again. Tanya is not only a blast to talk to, but she also helps out and helps start up 988lifeline.org, a suicide and crisis hotline that has over 200 crisis call centers located all over the country, available 24-7, offering free and confidential support for people in distress and numerous prevention and crisis resources. If you or anyone out there is in need, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can call or talk online, 988lifeline.org. Or sometimes all you need to do is nerd out with some Star Wars. If that's the case, this is the Star Wars podcast you are looking for, and it's called the Sarlacc Digest. Our buddy Scott Kruger and his high council go live every Wednesday evening, 8 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube or Facebook. Or you can catch the replays everywhere you listen to podcasts. They cover all your Star Wars updates, rumors from week to week, and always provide a good time, even in a galaxy far, far away. Tim is part of New Waterloo, a company that owns and operates five lovely hotels all across the U.S., Enjoy a relaxing stay at the South Congress Hotel in Austin, Texas, the Waymore's Guest House in Nashville, Tennessee, the Revival in Baltimore, Maryland, El Capitan in Merced, California, and coming later this year, the Albert in Fredericksburg, Texas. Dana is a motion designer and animator ready to help out your business or project. You can check out her work at graphics.tv. That's graphics with an X. TV, and you will no doubt be convinced she's got what your project needs. CureThreads.com is where you can shop a wide variety of Cure-inspired artwork on all sorts of products. Kate is running the show over there and is always hard at work. So go check out the website on a regular basis. See what's new at CureThreads.com. And also check out her other project, Cure Arts Collab, on Instagram where your cure art is right at home and can be showcased. Keep your eyes peeled to see what project theme comes up next. If you are in Calgary, Canada and ready for a night out, then follow Lisa's advice. Head on over to Dickens. It's the coolest venue in Calgary, hands down. DickensYYC.com. That's where you can find the full schedule of upcoming events. If you want to see a show a little further south, go to Club Nevermore down in Little Rock, Arkansas. Another great spot for catching cool goth shows and events. Jessica says, come on on over and check out the webpage at clubnevermore.com for a full listing of upcoming events. And also check out Chaz's other podcast, the X Communication Station, where he, Donovan, and Chrissy dish out all the dirt on what it was like growing up in the church. Hallelujah, this podcast will get you feeling all the emotions, proud, pissed, laughing, sad, literally every emotion. So go check them out there, streaming everywhere you listen to podcasts. And this Saturday, if you're in the Huntington, New York area, go check out Antonio's project, Cult Leader, live. He'll be playing the Dead of Winter Dark Wave Art and Music Festival on March 2nd at the Paramount. He'll be on the bill with Lost in Echoes. It's a Bauhaus tribute. And Kareem. So go get your tickets now. Have a blast. Let us know how it goes. As for us, we'll be back in two weeks with the results of that Cure Awards voting that you guys so wonderfully participated in. Thank you so much. The results are off the charts and uh, lots of good surprises in there that I can't wait to share with you. So come on back around. Be sure to subscribe. Check out our YouTube and Facebook page and Instagram or just email me directly at gavinconnor at gmail.com if you have any questions. Otherwise, time to go pick up that tux from the dry cleaners and uh, we'll see you back at the ceremony. Talk hard. Talk hard.